0: We are fucking back in the house. It is the Undrafted Sports Podcast Reloaded 2.0 Sequel. (laughs) We're back
1: here. The boys are back in town.
0: It's Sean. It's Damon. It's CG. We come to you via video. We come to you via earphones. We come to you via wherever the fuck you're listening, but we're here, we're in the building, and it's time to start it up. So let's see, today is February 28th, 2021, we haven't done a podcast in three years,
1: close to two Two and
0: and a half half years, years. it's almost like we should just rebrand, but we all have jobs and we're just not going to do it, so
1: our logo is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I was about to say our logo is pretty badass. The gray and the orange, if you haven't checked yeah. it out. 24 Twitter followers on our handle, at Undrafted Pod. So, yeah. I mean, how can you just get rid of those things, especially since four of those are our own Twitter handles? Yeah. By the way, I'd also like to point that out. I am at Dan McKee underscore 09. Sean is at SMamu26. Damon is at Bailey 22 And CG has his beautiful at in his... Video at C underscore G twenty four twelve. So let's get that out of the way again at undrafted pod on Twitter. Hey, about, and IG about our Brand followers,
2: but our followers, you know, we have 24, but six of those are porn bots. Absolutely porn bots. Checked it out myself.
0: It's a beautiful 25%. It's a great ratio. That was, that was the quickest math of all time. So you're welcome. Your so game up, today Daniel. we had the, uh, <laughs> Today we have the WGC um, – I don't know what it's called. It's the tournament in Florida where it's hot as shit. Um, Tyler Morikawa was sweating all over that place. Um, he took home his first WGC, his fourth competitive golf tournament, after already winning a major. He is a fucking stud. He's 24 years old. Uh, I was obviously rooting. Well, not obviously because nobody fucking knows this, but I'm a huge Brooks Kepka <laughs> fan, and I was rooting for Brooks Kepka the entire time, and he came in. I'm not sure. I, I uh, didn't watch it after he finished. Uh, Billy Horschel. Christian Bale look-alike weirdo. Um, Go Gators. Yeah, good for you.
1: I'm pretty sure um, he finished high for second. I think they both got he? in okay. at minus 15.
0: I was hoping Billy Horschel would uh, bogey eighteen, so Brooks would get Brooks would get second by himself. But you know, shit happens. Um, it was a good event. Um, it's really really hard golf course. Morikawa, like he every time he needed a par putt, he made it. Every time he needed a good drive, he hit it. Like that dude is just rocks. And every time there the door was even remotely left open, it was closed. He's a fucking stud. Um, I don't know what else to say.
3: Yeah, I saw a stat on him. He's the first player since Tiger to have a major and a WGC Invitational um, Championship um, uh, under the age of 25. So, I mean, it just speaks to, you know, not everybody can do, you know, that before reaching that age. So, he's another one of those up-and-coming golfers, um, you know, taking over from, you know, the Fields and Tigers. Golfers sh- in a good place right now.
1: They got a lot of young talent, a lot of good golfers that are coming through, and it's fun to watch. It doesn't have to be every Sunday like today. There was four or five big names, but um, you know, even when you have the the lesser guys out there, the young guys make it a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, prayers up to Tiger. Awesome. Everybody was wearing those red shirts
2: today to show their support sure. for them. That was awesome. Sent a tweet out telling everybody how great it was in this support it's freaking badass i don't watch golf but that's awesome yeah it's
1: a really that's cool awesome. gesture by all those guys some of the guys had i think that were Titleist stats they added a w to it and look right out as tw which was pretty cool i don't watch yeah. golf but anybody can see me on pgh
2: 21
0: <laughs> wax that ass yeah there, there might be some streams in the works for that um if we get Anyone who actually gives a shit to take time out of their day to watch us or we'll just do it by ourselves and have more fun than you will. So,
1: We're missing out.
0: We, we could just do that. We may do that right after this.
2: And then watching – and you don't want to miss Damon playing that game. Pure comedy. Pure comedy. <laughs> so long, uh, t- 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 sucker.
3: <laughs> the most inconsistent video game player ever. No matter what the game,
0: right? No matter the game. <laughs> all right um i had a note to go over the man united chelsea game but nobody scored so we're just going to bypass that so we'll uh we'll move right along to the uh ufc fight card this weekend there's another one in vegas uh rosen strike versus gone i would say that fight was similar to a chelsea man united zero zero game fucking
2: <laughs> snoozer
0: bro I mean, if you guys thought that I planned that transition, I didn't, but it was fucking beautiful. Amazing segue. Myself. Thank you. Is um, anybody that you guys want to talk about that was of note? I think one person in here um, joined a fanhood of some guy that no one knows. If you'd like to talk about this young man.
2: Oh, yeah. Ronnie Lawrence, the Heat. Uh, Dana White was super high on this kid calling him special, and I think we all saw why. Mixing it up, flashy spinning kicks, in and out movement, through athletic side to side, very, very hard to touch. And then he can mix in the wrestling, super dominant. I think this sky's the limit for him, man. He's really freaking good. And then a shout-out to Tiago Moises, hit that plus 200 on him. He straight dominated Alex Hernandez, easy fucking money.
0: Without getting a takedown. That was also
2: take more out. impressive. Muay Thai was
0: on point. That uh, was really good.
2: Uh, hey, Mark, hold on, Mark Montoya. He, I, I'm pretty sure he got his ass whipped this past weekend,
0: and he's X-ray fucking X-ray. good. Right? Yes, yeah. He got it his happens. ass. Beat. It happens. Uh, shout out to me for saying that Bruce Leroy wasn't going to be able to be trusted, and he was trusted, and he won. Because he turned out to fight one of the worst fighters I think I've ever seen. Um, That, whatever display you'd like to call that from Kroon was almost as depressing as Roosevelt Roberts getting knocked out by that person in the first round.
2: He was literally, he was, he, he looked like an extra in a walking dead
1: like
0: yes
2: this
1: is one of the zombies
2: great way just to describe was, it it was just so bad
0: so bad
1: this was his second UFC fight yeah
0: yes and actually his first one although it was a knockout i believe was overturned due to a positive marijuana test if i'm not mistaken oh, that's stupid
2: yeah. as i got high
0: Can't he thought I'm it was high. stupid too so now that's sense. legal
1: for the UFC right aren't they allowing yes. that or pushing for it yeah
0: I don't know when the date of that is supposed to hit, but yeah, that is. I think that did come out. Uh, yeah, anybody if want you to hit talk a about
2: blunt right now? Would you hit that shit? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's illegal, Colin. It's illegal in our states. As
1: of now, Mississippi's on the way.
0: Anybody want to talk about Pedro Munoz and Jimmy Rivera?
1: It was definitely <laughs> the best fight of the night, but it was, it was
0: those those calf David, kicks. Were and, you like, shaking your head because you, you didn't? You literally don't want to talk about it, or was it something different? You were no,
3: I, I mean, I just feel like, kind of like when you're playing somebody in Madden online and they find that cheat play, that's becoming calf kicks. Yes. Like, and they they talked about it during the broadcast of, of finding a way. I mean, you get those early calf kicks and and. Hats off to Jimmy because he fought his ass off and he toughed it out. And it, God, I could imagine bearing weight on that, let alone and he didn't switch stances. He monster. kept that lead leg forward and he kept eating them. And, and every time he took one, I mean, occasionally he got knocked off balance, but every time he ate one, he would come back with a power shot. Like, okay, if you're if you're gonna go for that, I know it's gonna open you up a little bit, and I'm gonna try to take that opportunity to take your head off. So, but yeah, I mean. The calf kicks are a complete game changer, and if you start working them early, it it can change your fight, as we saw with that one. Yeah, if you have sucks. strong calves
1: like uh, Bilal Muhammad, though, you can you can fight through it and still <laughs> still keep coming forward. Still keep coming forward.
0: You could also be Bilal Muhammad and get all those calf kicks, eat them, and then take a main event spot for a month later,
1: making people remember the name. Main event
0: Muhammad. Main event, Muhammad. Shout out below. So yeah, to add to Damon's point, that that heavy boxing style with the heavy lead leg, they just they don't they're too stubborn to change stances. So he's gonna have to fucking fix that if if he wants to go anywhere near a title shot. Um, Jimmy is my boy, but that's just it's just not gonna work. It's just become so prevalent in the game now that it's you're just gonna find it sooner or later. So tough loss for sure. Yeah.
3: They'll run it back though. They'll do the trilogy fight.
0: Uh, Ankalyev, Kralov, Sean.
3: Uh,
1: I mean, it wasn't what I expected from it. Uh, I expected Ankalov to win, but uh, you know, it, the first round, I think he might've, he definitely lost the first round. So, you know, it was kind of um, a little bit of a feeling out process for him, but once he got his groove and got him down to the ground, it was – he wasn't getting up. And uh, I thought he would finish him, but uh, – unsuccessful in that. But it, he he definitely showed his – why he was minus 350, I think it was. So, even though he was the higher seated fighter, everyone expected that. It maybe thought maybe it might have been a finish instead of a decision. Yeah, that was a great
2: test for him. That was his biggest test, toughest test to date. And he – Krilov ain't no slouch, man. And he just rushing coasted. You know, I don't see Ankalav holding the title, but I think he's top six, top five range. Like he's he's just it was a, a great. Talented. I think it was
0: great matchmaking to put him in yeah. there with him. It's a good test for him to go through. I think he showed a little bit of his wrestling, too, that he can rely on that if he needs to. It's not all yeah. striking. So, going forward, that'll help. Um, and that was – that was pretty much it, unless I mean I told y'all last night that I had a I had a take on the Strike thing. But does anybody else have anything they like to add to the main event?
2: Sirogon is legit. He's a real dude. He's just gonna get better and better. That was a eighth fight.
3: Wasn't Dana critical of the fight? I didn't see it, but I'm sure
0: he was because it
3: sucks. Yeah. I, didn't see I think Ghana came out and said, you know, I get he's got to sell tickets, but you know, at the end of the day, it's his his job to win a fight, and he knows he's going up against somebody with, you know, one-hitter-quitter power. So, instead of just feeding into that, he just stayed back, tagged him, did what he needed to do to get the points. I mean, it's it's boring, but you know, at the end of the day, it's a win.
2: I think it's more strikes fault than it is Gane's. I mean – he was in and out trying to. Biggie Boy just stood there and looked at him. Didn't didn't try to pressure at all. He had his back, his back was on the fence in the fifth round. Like, what's gone supposed to do? So, I think it's more Roger Strike's fault than Gon's. Dana being upset with that is dumb. I mean, he rode Anderson Silva's coattails forever. If you're not going to engage with Anderson, he's unless he knows he's got you. You know what I mean? So Gon's a counter guy. I'm not going to just rush in there with his head down and get clipped by some dude that's not very good.
0: You're not going to see many heavyweight fights anymore that's just like, that they just go in there and slugfest it. Not not at that level. Like, when's the last time that happened? You well, threw and Francis Ineano and Derek Lewis in there and nothing happened. Yeah. yeah. When,
1: when guys are fearful or worrisome of the power that's coming back, they're going to be smart about it. Why would you rush in there and go get knocked out in 45 seconds, you know? And especially if you have wrestling and Takedown ability. You're not gonna just go guns blazing, throwing haymakers to try to get a knockout in 30 seconds just for the fans. Like you're in there to win. It's not the best, best fight that you'd watch, but it's still that's that's part of of what you have to do to get a win. So,
0: the only thing that really thing that makes sense to me would be that Gon and Derek fight, and the winner goes and fights the winners, Deep and Francis unless Francis wins and they do a, a immediate rematch. Uh, John's getting that winner, bro. How early is he supposed to come back? I think it's like June. I don't I don't
2: know if you go gone, Derek. I
1: feel are we like, sure Stephen someone... wants to fight John? Yes. I get, I I'm get sure everyone wants feelings. to fight John. Yeah, yeah. I get feelings like he's ready to retire, man. It took so long for him to take that Francis fight. You know, he just uh, – I feel like he's – Ready to just kind of walk away? He's what else is he going to do other than I guess get paid to fight John? But correct, that's a, a no win situation <laughs> except the paycheck, which he's he's got plenty of paychecks from the UFC. Um,
2: if I he know, loses, he that fight he stays injured too. So,
0: they to need to
1: do they need to do Gon Volkov.
0: That would be fun. So you just leave like, Derek hanging? He wants to if fight if for
1: some reason. If I'm Derek, I wouldn't want to fight Gon. Like I'm number one contender now. Unless yeah. John comes in, but um why would that I dude called
0: so out Overeem. You think he gives a shit about a number one contender?
1: So is he scared of Francis or Stipe? Why didn't he call either one of them
0: out? Why would he be scared of someone he already beat? Yeah, he get his ass beat. It's Nailed Francis. it. I'm mean, speaking <laughs> facts. You're just I don't know what happened to Francis's tongues.
1: mindset, but he was scared of that fight. He won't be scared this time.
0: Okay. That's just Scared speculation, the these, bro. I'm just telling you what facts are facts and he's 1-0 against him.
1: Derek Lewis should have lost the Bogoy. So you think Francis Ngannou is afraid of him?
0: <laughs> that's a the, of fight, where, up, that's the fight where he said he, he was trying to punch him. Punch him in the hole in his chest. <laughs> 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 oh, man. watching, sure. please
1: come on our podcast. We all love you. Please.
0: Uh, please. Yeah. That's That's one of my dreams. Yeah, so Overeem's six, Volkov is five, uh, Rosenstrikes four, Blades is three, Derek Lewis is two. That's the rankings right now before they update him. I guess it's tomorrow. Sometime this week they update him. And Gon's seven. So, like, I don't think he's going to fight anybody coming off of a loss. But, yeah, I'm not mad at that Volkov fight. That's not a bad matchmaking at all. All right. Yeah. Um, Let's. Uh, you want to go to a break? Should we go to a break?
1: Yeah, we'll take a quick break and come back.
0: All right, we're back. Um, we're going to move to UFC 259, Blažević versus Adesanya, and let's go. Preview. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I believe all four of us will be present together to view this spectacle. It's going to be amazing. With masks, of course. Uh, social Maybe distance. a live
2: stream? Who knows? Possibly. Could be. Could be. And we will have – alcohol will be on deck. So, if I'm live tweeting the event, don't judge me.
0: Understood. All right. Let's get it popping. Um, should we just start from the top, or do you want to guys start from the beginning of the main card?
1: Beginning of the main card. Work our way up.
0: All right. Santos Racket. Uh, can I get a – hey, Sean, can I get an odds check on that?
1: Currently on William Hill Sportsbook, Alexander Rakic is your favorite at minus 175, Tiago Santos plus
2: 140. I'm going to take this one away. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, Santos all day. <laughs> I wish – it's actually a good, really good line for Santos. I wish it was a little bit closer, like minus 150 for Rakic. But it's going to be a war, man. Rakic just pushed that pace. Santos gives up a lot of takedowns, but he does have the jits. But I like Rackage in that spot, man. The pace, the like leg kicks. Let's let's hope his chin holds up. I say leg kick, Santos brings the heat too. It's gonna be an awesome
0: fight. Boy, did he look like shit in his last one? Holy balls.
2: Yeah, yeah. We don't need to talk about that. We'll just keep going, bro. Just keep going. It's a fun fight
1: to open a main event pay per view oh, card. Incredible.
0: Uh yeah, I like I like Rakich as well. Um I would not hate putting anything down on an the underdog there for sure, regardless of who it was, just because of the explosiveness. But I think Rack is just going to be faster, better all around.
2: Hey, if Santos fights anything like his fucking wife, he might come out with it. Yana, oh, I yeah, what's that fight?
0: <laughs> That's uh, insane.
2: Uh... That's <laughs> he, he oh, so let
0: me ask judges. you this. Let me ask you this. If Catlin Vieira doesn't get cut. Does she win the fight? She really didn't do
1: anything on her back. Oh, I mean, was she,
2: no, was a,
0: I'm aware of that.
1: I love, I love that
2: they're going that way though. Damage is way better than fucking control. I, I love that they're going that way,
0: but like, but it's inconsistent. It's very I inconsistent. It. It'll Just always like be inconsistent
1: grab. as long as you have three different judges for different fights, or you had a fence grab, got a point deducted in one fight and completely ignored in the other fight.
0: Okay, uh, let's move on to Makachev and Drew Dober. Uh, this doesn't really do a whole lot for me, but I'm a big Drew Dober guy, and I would assume. Ooh, let's do a uh, let's do a guest line here. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Dober is plus one sixty. Damon.
3: Damon. Yeah, I was thinking it was a little bit closer than that, so I'm gonna say Dober plus one twenty five.
1: CG. Dober
3: plus two
1: fifty, and I'm going to guess plus two sixty, and it is plus two sixty.
0: Holy Not, Jesus! Dogger, Dogger minus pass three forty five.
2: Dogger pass,
0: bro. I agree. chef's
1: really good,
2: but Dober's got he's got that heat, dude. He's good, he's and good. he is Trevor Whitman.
0: I think he's. I think he's elevation, so I don't. I think he was Trevor Whitman, and is no longer Whitman since he broke away. But yeah, oh, yeah, has been really? trained by Trevor Whitman. Uh, his wrestling's Apologies. good, and he's got heavy hands. So I don't know. But if Rogachev can't get this to the ground, I don't think he's going to win. That should be fun. Never happened before, but okay, uh, we move on to the three title fights. Oh, so Peter, Peter Yan. Defending his belt against Aljo Sterling. Uh, I think I already know the odds of this fight. I believe Aljo is plus like 110, plus 105. Is that right?
1: Currently on William Hill Sportsbook, it is a pick 'em, minus yeah. 110 both ways.
0: You know my rule about champions.
1: But only if they're underdogs. What if it's a pick 'em?
0: I'm just saying there's a lot of time between now and Saturday. If Aljo becomes a favorite, I will have to go by the book.
1: But you'll be rooting for your bet to lose, probably. You won't be mad if your bet loses. Let me rephrase. Correct.
0: Okay. Correct. Yeah. All I got to
1: say is
2: that fight's going to be insane. It's going to be so freaking good. I hope it doesn't end in the
1: first minute and a half, two minutes. I hope it is a dog fight. It's going to be awesome. Aldro wins in the first minute and a half or two minutes. I'll be happy about that. Yeah. I just want a war, dude. I want a fucking war. Don't yeah, worry. Your co main event's got a, it's going to be Algeo. a big war. So you'll get your, you'll get your war in the co main event.
2: Uh, I'll, 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 I'll root for Aljo. I think the majority is rooting for Aljo, So I'll root for Aljo.
1: Peter Yan's lame. Yes. Very 100% oh, okay. sarcastic. And okay. everybody missed it. Right. So just move on. Yans, that out.
2: Yan's annoying as fuck on social media. He's lame.
0: Can relate. Yeah, you can. Uh Megan Anderson Nunes.
2: Smoke break. All
1: right, move on to the next one. Massacre.
0: <laughs> Megan Anderson plus a thousand six Six fifty.
1: That is exactly correct, sir.
0: Which one? Me?
1: <laughs> not Damon. You. Yeah. Plus six
0: fifty. <laughs> yeah. Dogger pass. Dog pass, CG?
2: No, it was a joke. <laughs> Fucking joke chick's so garbage
0: you better chill out because she'll come at you if you say some stupid shit okay
2: Nune- Nunez to have a better fight with her damn waking up with her baby every night fuck out of here
0: I'm gonna have to save that social rant of the day for uh, a way different time if I'm gonna go off on Megan Anderson yeah
1: not the week before she fights let's save it we'll get her after she loses
0: if she's available or breathing <laughs> All right, Yon and Izzy,
1: looking for two belts, baby. Anybody want to guess the line on this one?
0: I believe I, CG sent it to the group, right?
1: Yeah, I know the Jan line is
0: plus two hundred.
1: Okay, I'm yep. sorry, I, I ignored that text. Move on.
0: Two.
2: I think this is a dog or pass situation, 100. I don't know if you I can agree. lay chalk. I, I don't know if you can lay chalk on Izzy. He's. So damn good. He's very good. But we haven't seen him at, you know, putting this weight on. And he's fighting against a guy that is legit. Say no Joe Blow. Legendary Polish power. And, like, the Kelvin Gaston fight just keeps popping in my head. I know that was three fights ago. And he's gotten so much better. But just, dude, it's not going to be a walk in the park. He's not going to stand there like Paulo Costa did. Like, Paolo was beat before they fought. He was scared, intimidated. That's not happening with Jan. Izzy's way, probably way more technical and skilled, but they're going to see. I think his mental is going to be pushed. We'll see, and we know his mental strong, but Jan's power, that could be an equalizer. I think his dog or pass, man. I'll be happy he's got it.
0: 20 pounds is 20 pounds, no matter what way you slice it. And Izzy's not a big metal weight. So there's a reason they have weight classes. Who's a technically better fight is an obvious answer, but I think we're going to find out if Izzy can stop a takedown. Not that Jan is some amazing wrestler, but he's going to weigh, I don't yeah. know, 30 pounds more than him on fight night. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not a great yeah. wrestler too, but I, I could take Damon down any fucking day.
3: They couldn't. <laughs> I, I would got say that Izzy's, of weight
1: on you. Izzy's speed will be the probably deciding factor his ability to avoid a, a shot avoid a takedown and then counter and, and throw his punches so like like CG said against Gastelum you know he, he 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 it was a war he, I mean we, we all watched it live um he he got hit he got rocked he got you know so uh, until he loses though I will bet on him I'll throw him in a parlay I would never bet on anybody minus 250 by themselves but um, until he loses, I'm I'm rolling with Izzy, I'm all in. Do
0: you do you want to give out a parlay for the people?
1: Yeah. Um. So there's a fighter that fights out of San Antonio, Texas.
0: Oh God.
3: As he pauses, immediately, immediately drains from his San Antonio's first cup, and he's an
1: underdog. you are listening and not so, watching? Uh, Joe B and Izzy. I like both of them. That'll be my parlay.
0: CG, right, ask her, ask Askar off? you. We're we gonna go go in.
1: We're we going in.
2: How do you not bet winning? on a guy with the
0: same five letters of his name and his last <laughs> name too? I can't
1: argue that. That is pretty amazing. But oh, I'll go you,
0: uh, you, you don't Song minus one forty lock. Just hey, lock Damon, in right now.
1: Tell the people your uh, betting
2: strategy in these UFC fights. Yeah,
0: bet tier. the dogs. What if you don't like betting? Unless it's Izzy, the don't bet against don't- Izzy. Huh? Then what do you do if it's if it's, you don't want to bet on the dog fighter? Then what do you do?
3: Oh, you bet on the plus money if it's on the under. Because <laughs> life's
0: too short to bet the what?
3: Life's too well depending on the sport, but yeah, life's too short to bet on the over. That's right. Which I don't think an under hit on this pass card, if I remember correctly. Law of averages. I. F- yeah, exactly. Let him know. Even more, re- even more reason to bet on the un- unders uh, on two fifty nine.
1: So, will you bet on Megan? That's a, that's the biggest dog you will ever bet on in your mm. life.
3: Uh, first of all, how dare you? It's not the biggest underdog I will ever bet on in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I would. Pro- I'm probably going to parlay Amanda with Izzy, and maybe throw in another it's... one.
1: Get some juice. Two dollars to win thirty-seven cents.
3: Betting Nunez does nothing for your bet. It adds like two (laughs) dollars. Okay, two dollars is sitting on the table. You're not going to reach out and pick it up. Good point.
0: (laughs) All right, anybody got anything else?
1: Be a fun fight card for sure. Prelims are stacked. Pay per view is stacked.
0: Uh, I know people are going to get mad at this, but please, nobody get COVID. Cornerman included, please. Um, it's what? I don't. When's the last time a card's gone through? Like a week out. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like it hasn't happened since COVID started. Probably not. It's hard to imagine that it has. Yeah, got twice. Twice. I don't
3: twice. know. Back to back.
2: We'll have to we'll have to set something uh, Make some wings in the air fryer. Hell oh, yeah. yeah!
0: Nice. Sounds great. Shout out air fryers. Uh, Damon has a couple of places that you can put a picture of your air fryer if you'd like. Um, yes,
3: and I had to turn off... Damn it. Damn it. Your ad could go here or your ad could go
0: here. I had well, to turn off picky. mirroring. We're not, huh? pi- we're, we're not, not picky. It yeah. uh, doesn't matter.
3: We support all minute. brands.
0: Whatever. Um,
1: we should do a public well, service announcement for this weekend as we will be together Drink and gamble responsibly, people. Always. Always.
0: All right. Um, Should we move on to NBA All-Stars?
1: Uh, Before we do, can I just chime in real quick and say that the pound-for-pound uh, no. pound best boxer in the world uh, won another belt this weekend. He's got he one did. more before he unifies 168. Uh, he won the end of the third round. The guy quit. His corner stopped it. Uh, Canelo Alvarez. Uh, he will be fighting Billy Joe Saunders to unify 168 on May eighth, Cinco de Mayo. So that'll be one of the better fights that you could probably have this year in boxing. So shout is out to Canelo. For, they haven't announced it yet. I would assume, and this, it's probably going to be somewhere where Cinco de Mayo is celebrated heavily because Canelo um, will draw a huge crowd. They allowed fifteen thousand in Miami this weekend, and wherever they go. Um, the most people they can allow, I'm sure they'll do, and Dallas seems like the, the right place to do it, but it has not been announced yet.
2: Hey, you know you're a dog when, when you can kick people out of the ring when you're doing
1: your interview. Yeah, he got he on to some people that <laughs> snuck in there with a the GoPro, and uh, his, his English was very good when he said, get the fuck out of here. So <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Canelo for that. <laughs> Dude, he looked over his shoulder like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he was hot about it, too. He, 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 kept he staring should him be. Out. Yeah, I what, don't even know who What is his record
0: word. now, 59-1-2? Is that
1: accurate? Yes. Uh, I don't know, 55-1-2, I think it is. Okay.
0: So Sean, it will be 59-1-2 eventually.
1: By the time, yeah.
0: When he beats Anthony Joshua.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much – that'll be the, is, the number two. So would you say Canelo's like his peak prime right now? Yeah, and it's crazy because he's fought so many times. Like, So if he fought – Say
2: when he fought Floyd, and we could take that Floyd to the Canelo now. Not old Floyd, that Floyd when he fought, and they fought now.
1: Would Canelo win? Floyd was—he was probably at the end of his prime, but he was still in his prime. Um, I would still bet on Floyd. Like he's kind of what we talked about with Izzy—is just speed. He's so, and Floyd obviously. Significantly doesn't get hit. Is he defender? Yeah, his his defense is unmatched. Um, other than maybe Ali, so uh, I would still pick Floyd, but I would want Canelo to win. I think sure. that
0: fight would be unbelievably boring if it happened today.
1: The first because one wasn't Canelo doesn't
0: get hit either.
1: Yeah, the first one wasn't great. It was a decision. Most of Floyd's fights at the end of his career became decisions. Um, because he just he knew what he could do. He's so speed, and he just was counter jabbing, counter punching, and but. He was effective at it, kind of like we talked about with the heavyweights. You're just in there to win. You don't care how it looks.
0: All right. NBA All-Star. Anybody would like to come out and say who got snubbed? I'll start. Maxi Kleba deserved it.
2: <laughs> Brandon Ingram, 100%.
0: Yeah. Boban. Probably should Always have got Boban. some votes. Always Boban. Always um, Boban. And I don't think he should replace anyone. I think we should just add him to the roster. He doesn't have to go. We just have him to the roster so we can say he's an all star and everyone's happy. And it'd be everybody is, nobody's arguing. Twitter wouldn't like go crazy. It would be awesome. That's what I think we should do. Everyone's Boban,
2: an a Bobon fucking put the ball in Bowman's hands and have Luca set the ball screen for him. Tell me you
3: wouldn't fucking want to watch that shit. Him see? coming off that screen. Put Bobon in the skills competition. Who wouldn't want to see that?
0: That's a fantastic <laughs> idea, actually. Yes. that's a great idea. Yeah.
1: But everybody loves Bobon. I mean, you saw him on, I don't know if you guys watched it, but it was a very viral clip of him on TNT last year. They're in the playoffs. And it just he's he was in job.
0: Like
1: the dude is amazing. <laughs> Bobon is amazing. But, you know, in Uh, all seriousness with this all-star stuff, um, mm -hmm. it happens every year. Uh, I might sound like the old man on the lawn or whatever, but stop complaining about snubs. Like, if you're going to tell us that somebody got snubbed, you have to tell us who you want to take off. You can't just be on one side of the fence. If you have the balls to say that Devin Booker got snubbed, have the balls to say that Zion shouldn't have made it, or Gobert shouldn't have made it, or Julius Randle shouldn't have made it. Don't. Don't just say he's the most disrespected player in our game and then just get 60,000 retweets and 100,000 likes and just move on. Like, that, that, that's Bush League. Bush shots League. Shots fired.
3: Shots fired not, at you. I cannot
0: agree more. Yeah, shots
3: well, fired. Well, I saw someone make the comment about, well, why don't they expand the rosters to match the 82-game rosters? You know, make it 15 players who make it. But even at that point, the 16th guy, 17th guy, and 18th guy, you're going to – oh, man, how did how did, um, Shea Gilder-Sale Alexander not make it? How I mean, at some point, it's like you have to draw
0: the line, and, you know, it is what it is. It's just like you're college gonna... basketball and college football. If you make it, it we, we, we should go to eight. Okay, well, then you're going to argue about who should have been eight and nine. Well, let's make it 16. You're going to argue about 16, 17. College basketball, let's make it 150. Well, then you're going to argue that 151 should have made it. It's just a constant battle. It's just yeah. numbers. And then yeah. when you and have fan,
2: I... fan voting, like, exactly. it's never going to be accurate. Like, that's exactly what I was going to say. Popularity, man. Like Alex, Caruso, Patrol, yeah. like, Alex Caruso, I don't know how many votes he got, but shit, he, <laughs> he got way too many. Let's just put it that way.
0: Five or six like, years back, Zaza almost got voted a starter. Yeah, that's what I you just didn't... said. Yeah.
1: And it's like – I think – was it baseball, Dan? Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't at one point baseball say one player from every team makes an all-star game? Is that still uh, the case? I believe, yeah. Uh,
0: it was – I know. I think hockey did that as well.
1: Like, you're just – you know, it, because at that point, then you're, you're going to tell me that the net shouldn't have three all-star because you have to take – one player from the Charlotte Hornets and one player from the Orlando magic to be in the all-star game. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, we're it's putting not Colin a perfect Sexton science, in the but, game.
1: Um, I, I get that you want to see your fans. I mean, shout out to Devin Booker. He's, he's from our area. We love that he represents the coast, but if he didn't make it, he didn't make it. Um, You know, it's just, there's nothing the, like Dan said, there's only so many spots and you can't just have everybody in the, in the all-star game from, from every team. That's why the all-star game isn't put in fucking contracts.
0: It's funny how LeBron was like, "I can't believe we're gonna have this All Star game. This is so stupid." Not that I don't disagree with him, but then once the All Star ballot comes out, he's crying and moaning that Devin Booker's not on the ballot, so he can go to All Star weekend. So it's All like for
1: likes and retweets, man. Like okay. that, that, yeah. that's what
0: it is. Twenty twenty one. That's what it we're is. <laughs> Anybody else want to talk about an All Star? I mean, yeah. Shout out Kobe um we'll uh, we started. can talk about
1: how terrible the slam dunk contest is shaping up to be oh yeah we've got three guys like obi Toppin, um damon damon Stop- diamonds, obi and for diamonds and cassius and cassius stanley i think it is
0: indiana yeah, like, mm-hmm. like
1: wh- who and i think they're doing it during halftime thank goodness i think damon sent that to us in the group one one day is like hopefully it'll speed up the process we don't have to watch 45 minutes of the missing dunks and it's just it's bad um in addition to having to watch the all-star game like you know for all the different reasons of COVID and stuff, but this all-star game or the slam dunk contest is gonna be a snooze fest. Yeah, I, I, I felt I like the last, I felt
2: like the last couple of years, the all-star weekend has been a chore. Like I'm sitting and making myself watch this shit. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent Probably probably my favorite competition would be the skills comp. I've, but then again, some of the guys go hard, some of them don't. Three-point contest. I mean, that is probably the the best one, but I feel like it's just a chore. Like I'm making myself watch the shit. It's,
3: yeah. It's,
2: I mean, and moment. we've
3: had good years, you know. You go back to the Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine. That's one of the greatest contests um in my lifetime, especially one that I was cognizant enough to you know watch or remember it. But it, It's, like I said, I I know I said jokingly, but when you got a guy like LeBron, who I think is more of an in-game dunker, but the fact that he never entered one, I think that gives more pause and more excuses for for the bigger stars to, you'd be like, oh, you know, Zion, like, let's get Zion in a dunk contest. I mean, we've been watching highlights of him dunk on people since he was a sophomore in high school. Like, let's get him in one, but I think, some of the bigger stars see it more as a burden. And if LeBron were to lose a dunk contest, that hurts him more than what he feels like winning would. So it's one of those things where it's like, they'd rather sit in the stands with their, you know, iPhones and, you know, have the reactions than actually go out there and compete because you might lose and what would losing look like. So, especially if they get put out in the first round or they go up there and, you know, exceed their three missed dunks or, you know, whatever.
2: I got a question. Would you, would you like to see the NBA? I think the MLB does this, but would you like to see the NBA like put some parameters on the all-star game. If you're at the East wins, they get home, home court advantage in the
1: finals. Uh, I do not like that. Um, I think like, I, I think that they could do something to make it more. And they did, they, they had to pay offer to pay these guys more to make it competitive. That was a couple of years ago. Cause it, or two or three years ago, it was just a boring uh, game, but um, I don't like to, you know, anything that can impact the finals would be determined on something like that most of these guys probably don't give two craps about. Yeah. I just, I don't think that would be fun, but I do think that they could do something just maybe not that.
0: Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things about the, um, the MLB all-star game is that I don't know if it's still, is it still do the world series home and away? Do they still do that? At one point they did. I'm um, not sure. Yeah, they got shit on it for it big time because it's it's kind of silly to do that when you. It makes it fun to watch it, but then once you get to it and your team's in it, you're like, "Well, this is bullshit that I got to play three games instead of four, and I have a way better record than the team I'm playing because." Yeah. Freaking, uh, Bernie Williams had a game-winning hit in the All-Star game.
1: And I think now NBA, if I remember correctly, they do a fantasy draft. So I, I don't think the conference is even coming to it play does. anymore. Yeah. So, you know, it would be like team Durant versus team LeBron. I guess that would be East and West, but it would, they, they mix and match now. So I, I don't know that that would matter so much.
0: You know, it does matter. Sargento cheese. Yes. Do you think that, Making zippered packaging, be the first person to do something like that in shredded cheese making is revolutionary, because I do. Can you imagine having a cheese packet and like, hey, let's make some tacos, and then you just don't have anything to zip your cheese back up. You just have to put it willy-nilly back into your refrigerator. Well, Sargento was the first, first company to develop zipper packaging for its cheeses. Makes balance breaks, makes string cheese for the kids out there and for other people who bring them to work and eat them. Um, We got Pepper Jack. We got Monterey, Cheddar, American. Pick your poison. Great logo from Wisconsin. I mean, I don't know how anybody ever eats any of the other brands. I'm not going to shout them out because they don't pay us to do so. But Sargento cheese... Buy it, eat it, consume it, live it, be obsessed with it. I'll, I'm going to eat some fucking Sargento cheese later. Right when I get out of this, I'm going to go get some string, string cheese, reduced fat. It's beautiful. It's delicious. Go get some.
2: When he gets done, he's going to zip it up.
0: Exactly. And if you couldn't do that, then what are we even doing? It's 2021. This is ridiculous.
1: Who eats moldy cheese. Gotta zip it up. You got to protect it. Shout out, Sargento.
2: All
0: right. Sargento is a presenting, presenting Spoter for our um, underrated segment this week. We have a top three underrated homemade sandwiches. So anything you can make from home. I don't want to hear Chicken Bacon Ranch from Subway. I don't want to hear uh, Jimmy John's getting delivered at work. Because it's delicious and their bread's so good. I don't want to hear that shit. Something you can make from your pantry. The bread sucks. You suck. Shots fired. Um, should I go first?
2: No, I'm going to go first.
0: You got it.
1: Take it away, CG. Are we doing one at a time or are we doing off Uh
0: Let's do one at a time.
2: So, number one, underrated sandwich. You got the turkey, the bread, and you got to put some Doritos on the sandwich. No mayo, no mustard, just plain cheese, turkey, and Doritos. Spicy nacho. It's my number one underrated sandwich. I feel like what I do you even condiment? call that? I call it the Dorito Flay.
0: Okay, Dorito Flay. Beautiful. No condiment. Just the driest shit you could ever fucking imagine. <laughs> okay, Damon, go ahead. Well, it's a classic,
3: but you haven't had it until you've had My Homemade. Sean's had it. Tuna fish sandwich. Oh, my God. Tuna fish sandwich. Yes, sir. You get it out of the can. You mix together with mayo, chop up some pickles, throw the pickles in there. Um, you You get the slap chop and you slap chop the eggs throw the eggs all in there, mix it all together, toast your toast your oh bread. God. Lather it up with mayonnaise. Do a mayonnaise. nice big dollop mayonnaise, do a nice big dollop of a tuna fish. Mm. All right, next one. God, I'm dude. hungry. Oh I'm hungry.
1: When gracious. that sandwich was fed to
3: me, my bread was not toasted, so I don't feel like I got the full experience. You didn't, but Senior Bowl, mini helmet signing, you know, we had to do what we had to do, but tell me that tuna wasn't delicious.
1: It was, it was good. I like tuna. It sounds like the other two don't, but I do like tuna. They're weird. They don't like pickles on their sandwich either. Whereas... um, So, one that's underrated for different reasons, I mean, you can eat this whenever you want, but if you're if you're on the golf course and you want to take something that's light, but delicious, fluff or nutter. It hits different on the golf course. It energizes you. If you got it in a, a clean film or, or wrap, you know, if you could put it in the cooler, it's nice and cool, especially on a hot summer day down here in the Gulf Coast of Mississippi and Alabama, the fluffernutter can never go wrong with the nutter. I prefer it on the golf <laughs> course. I don't eat them at home, but on the golf course, um, they, they hit different. It slaps, as the kids say.
2: You look like you would love a fluffer nutter. Is that a uh, or well, a I must look—I look,
0: must look more like it because that is my number one.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've
0: been eating it's, it since I was like six. Uh, I mean, you got to have the perfect ratio of fluff and the butter of peanut. I prefer it on honey wheat bread. You can have it on mul- a multitude of breads, whichever bread you prefer. Just got to make sure you get enough of that fluff. You know, you got to get that sweet and salty. It's beautiful. The colder it is, the better. Almost frozen, I would say. It's delicious. It's fantastic. So now that you stole my fucking shine, I'm going to go with a standard club, but it has to be on white bread. So white bread, mayonnaise, roast beef, (laughs) turkey and ham, and black pepper. Boom. No
2: cheese?
0: No. No cheese.
2: Agree. Cheese rumours.
0: Unless, unless, unless it's Sargento, and then you put as much cheese on it as you can.
2: <laughs> All right, coming in hot number two: egg sandwich. Oh, egg sandwich. Scrambled eggs. I got to keep a little white in there. But I like, and you know, I like to put some cheese. Sargento. Yeah. Mm. On top. But then I like sprinkle a little Tony's, Tony Chattery's on top. Shout out Tony Chattery's. And then to top it all off, hot sauce, Texas Pete, red hot, whatever I got. Put it on there. That's my egg sandwich. And a little slight, light little bit of mayo. No Miracle Whip, mayo. So, so this
0: let's... isn't even an underrated list anymore. This is just us talking about our how much we love sandwiches and our delicious sandwich creations. Jesus Christ, kid, what is it about
1: you and sandwiches?
0: <laughs>
3: All right, All right. Brandon, I think I'm next. What
0: yep.
3: So one of my underrated—it's not really a sandwich; it's a something that you put on a sandwich. But salami, salami does not get enough love as a deli meat. I love some salami. If you do a turkey ham salami sandwich the the salami just adds that little bit of kick to it it gets stuck to your roof of your mouth so you got to make sure the salami's on the bottom part of the sandwich but uh yeah love me some salami
0: I'm actually not mad at that that's a salami that's a, actually a good take compared to your tuna one that was fantastic
1: <laughs> You let <laughs> off with tuna <laughs> tuna is so good. Okay. So for uh, those that don't know, I don't eat pork. So my, my sandwich selection is pretty limited, but something I discovered when we moved to Mississippi is a fried bologna sandwich. It's got to be beef bologna, obviously, but that's still something that I make. Um, it's not too common. I don't think around the world, but down here in the South, it is uh, mayonnaise, cheese, bologna, mayonnaise. You get <laughs> mayonnaise. It uh, I, I use it in my George Foreman grill, put it in there for about three minutes on either side. Once the brown starts to get, uh, once the bread starts to get brown, take it out, throw some chips or whatever you want on the side. But that's that's my number two.
0: Okay, so I guess that leads to me, and I'll just go ahead and say that CG took my other one, and it was going to be egg sandwich, but I can improvise. Um, <laughs> CG and I have have eaten many of drunken egg sandwiches together, um, so I'm going to go with my other drunken favorite, especially when you're in college and you have no money because. The job you work at doesn't pay you jack shit, and they don't appreciate you. Uh, He's lying. Butter sandwich. I mean, as simple as you can have it. Two pieces of bread with butter, (laughs) put them together, and you fucking eat it. And don't tell me it's weird, because all you motherfuckers eat toast. So I don't want to hear shit. Because if it's toasted, it's fine. But if it's not, then it's disgusting. But so I don't just eat ass. toast
1: by itself. I eat toast with eggs or turkey bacon. All, I don't just say you eggs. You don't eat butter. So weird. Butter toast? Not by myself. Like, I don't wake up in the morning and be like, hey, I'm going to have butter toast before I go to work. Like I don't What do, do you that. do? Put eggs on
0: the toast and eat it?
1: I make runny eggs and I dip it. Yeah.
0: Okay. You are now in the minority because people <laughs> just eat toast. Like to just eat it with butter.
2: I like jelly. That's how that.
0: Waffle House serves
3: it, with a whole fucking plate of waffles and eggs and cheese.
0: Not
1: just here. I, I'm going I'm to Waffle House Let me order two pieces of toast.
0: <laughs> There's no "I" in that word. <laughs> butter sandwich. I'm going to go
1: to Waffle House and order two pieces of toast. Check, please. You eat it with something else. You don't just. You don't, eat dude, making this as a sandwich. People,
0: people eat toast. Just they just eat toast with butter on it. Yeah. That is a thing. <laughs> me, Damon and I are <laughs> and it's her. not up for debate like that's the thing
1: so you just put the two pieces of toast together and eat it with
3: well, no you, you don't make a plate. single it's like a toast piece. sandwich it's like an open face
1: what
2: is the category that's not a sandwich that's what is not- the
0: category you guys have totally lost it people just <laughs> eat toast yes listen toast to me the sandwich listen to me i said hot dog a sandwich a butter sandwich oh god my point was don't tell me it's weird because every person who tells me it's weird has eaten a eaten a piece of toast with butter on it plain yeah
1: so you put yours together and make it a sandwich damon is telling me that people just eat toast not putting it together that is not a sandwich
0: but it's the same concept
1: okay whatever
0: i don't want to be called weird for me liking butter just what are you saying is a toasted is, piece of bread
3: is the ingredients are the same. You have bread, Correct. you have butter. That, that is literally the only ingredients for it. So I, I get where you're coming from and I actually used to eat just butter bread as a kid, but I uh, never put all it. Right,
2: shut the fuck up. Let's put, move on. Put it, it together. It has number three. Point. You know,
0: this is last too long.
2: All right. My number three, That's you gotta have some, pa- you gotta have some patience. <laughs> you gotta have some patience. Ramen noodles. Start with oh, those. No. Start with the ramen nudes. Make those away. I had to drain the water on mine. Put the uh, the seasoning in. Tony's, Tony Chachere's on top. Okay, get the seasoning real good. Then you take your slices of bread. And Tony's Lightly mayo. Lightly mayo. Put your turkey on there. Then you put your ramen nudes on top. You can't put them all on top because, you know, it'll be overflowing. Get your hands all messed up. You don't want that. Then you got your nudes on top. okay. Then you sprinkle a little hot sauce on top. And then you take the Sargento cheese, put it on top there. F- absolutely phenomenal. So then you got mayo, uh, hot sauce. This is not an underrated sandwich. Drama. It's just a
0: sandwich that you created.
2: Well, I'm trying to inform the people that this sandwich is fucking amazing.
0: Right. <laughs> this, is, this is our favorite sandwiches, top three. This, we have now changed the category. I will inform Sargento of our change. <laughs>
3: Hopefully they stick on as sponsors.
0: Let's hear it, Damon. Let's let's hear your fucking sausage, ketchup, and olive sandwich or something.
3: No. um, My last one, it's a – we just called it a fried sammy. Essentially what it is, it's a grilled cheese that you put turkey and ham on. Simple as that. It's delicious. Yes. Because, yeah. I don't like just a much. grilled cheese, but you throw – Couple pieces of turkey, couple pieces of ham, and it completely changes the dynamic. Uh, my last one is also
1: pretty basic. It's just it's one of my staples for when I go to work. But I don't think a lot of people like roast beef, so I like roast beef with horseradish and either Swiss or pepper jack cheese. Just Sargento. pretty basic, but definitely Sargento. Sargento Swiss with the little tiny holes, mm. baby okay. Swiss. I think they call it.
0: That was beautiful. I don't know what the fuck that segment was, but it happened. And you're going to enjoy it. That's, that's the bottom line. Because we fucking said so. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, that about wraps it up. Um, we do have a trivia question. And I believe our trivia question, Sean, is brought to us by Morton Salt.
1: So, I'm fat because I like salt. Salt's bad for me. <laughs> but salt is also delicious. <laughs> Morton salt, put it in your pop, boiling water when you boil your spaghetti. Put it on when you're trying to make your, your sandwiches and uh, lasagna. It's great on lasagna because it adds that Sargento cheese melted on top. It hits. You need salt when it snows outside in Mississippi. We needed Morton salt because there was snow all over the place and we had to de-ice the roads. Morton salt is the number one salt provider in the United States. Got the cute little girl with the umbrella on the bottle. Morton salt's per- sponsoring our first Undrafted sports trivia question.
0: That was beautiful. Good. Well well done. Good read. I want some more insult right now. In your face, you're damn right. All right, here we go. I think I'm going to make this open-ended, and I think you guys are going to get it pretty quick, but I didn't want to stump the experts right away. So, uh, 2017 NFL draft. This highly – statistical driven player was drafted in the fourth round and he is no longer on a roster he came from a western school at a skilled position poorly worded trivia question i apologize so 2017 draft give me
2: give me a name damon who was in the 2017 draft just one name
0: fourth rounder western school With a high oh, statistical no, background.
3: Yeah, no, that was 17.
2: Give me, give me a name. Who was
3: it? That was Miles Garrett and them, right? Okay. Skill position. Yeah, I, I know, know, but what it, I'm saying just, he's, he's trying to jog jog memories.
2: Um, fourth round, not in the league anymore.
0: Right? Correct. West Coast. Bryce Love. I don't know what draft he was, but no. That was a good guess. guess. Shit.
3: West Coast.
0: Highly statistical. I feel like we need Jeopardy music. So I can give you another hint, but it's going to give it away. Just do conference. Okay.
1: Uh,
0: Mountain West. Donnell Pumphrey. Correct. Mother clue was going to be the number one leading rusher in the history of college football, but I feel like that would have been automatic.
3: Does that Who's inscription drafted? mean anything to you? or is Who drafted that him? Your head? The Eagles drafted him. They traded up one spot ahead of the Cowboys because they thought we were going to draft him, and they drafted his ass. Sucks to suck. Bitch. Yeah.
0: Who was drafted after Donald Pumphrey?
3: Ryan Switzer, very next pick.
0: Uh, the two picks after that were Green Bay Packers and Pittsburgh Steelers. Really? We yes. might have
3: traded out of it once they took Donnell Pomfrey.
0: Funny enough, the Pittsburgh Steelers guy. Um,
3: That's
1: Josh Dobbs, isn't it?
0: Was a Steeler, then was not a Steeler, and now is a Steeler. That's Josh Dobbs. In a Dobbs. span of four years. Jamal Williams was the, was the Packers guy. Who was, Jamal was it? Jamal Williams. Uh, who was the Who was fifth-round
3: pick that year for the Packers?
0: Equanimius. Was it a kid from Missouri? Man, I'm just going to look it up. Nope. Jamal Moore? D'Angelo Yancey, wide receiver, Purdue. Don't tell me I'm wrong because it's, it's looking me in the face. <laughs> Aaron Jones was a comp pick, bitch. A comp pick. It is kind of funny Man. that Aaron Jones was drafted after Jamal Williams, so that is pretty weird. Yep. Okay. Um, that was it see well, anybody else has anything else, we did this outro and get out of here.
1: We're back, baby.
0: We're back. back. We're fucking back. We're on YouTube. Um, I believe that we will be on Apple Podcasts. We will be on Spotify. We will be on, I believe it's Google Play. I am an Apple person, so I am not up to date on that, but I will get that information for the next time we do this and be a host that is actually worth the shit because I'm clearly not. Um, and we'll keep it moving. Uh, we will be on YouTube with this video, and we will be in your AirPods, in your earphones, and everywhere you get your podcasts.
1: Follow us on IG and Twitter as well. IG if you don't Twitter,
0: li- at Undrafted Pod.
1: If you don't like what you heard tonight,
0: fuck you. Agreed. We don't we take out. criticism. We're not very good at constructive criticism, so please don't give it. Just tell us how good we are. We want to be like LeBron, just positive, not negative. Thank you. <laughs> like and subscribe like and subscribe um, get us some sponsors so Damon's wall can get filled up so just send
3: for. me more memorabilia
0: whatever we want to do all right guys bye yeah'